Hola, Pérez. off with Will Smith. Do you, you remember this? Do you, you remember were the this? DJ. I remember 2K, Y2K very well. Okay, so this song, Will 2K, yes. Will Smith came out with in 1999 when it was getting ready to turn into 2000. The new millennium. Yes, everybody was about, he called it the Willennium. And now we're 20 years into it. Oh gosh, <laughs> we're starting a new decade today. Not just a yeah. new year, a new decade. That's crazy. Isn't that fun? It is fun. It is fun. And so we are moving <laughs> into a new decade. You know what else is fun? What's fun? We have a guest today. We do have a guest. <laughs> we have got Dr. Lisa Washburn and she's with the University of Tennessee. Hey Lisa. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, we're excited to have you here to get us moving into a new decade. Now, I want to know what are each one of you looking forward to in the year 2020 what's exciting put me on the spot t yeah um it's the first day back at work i mean let me think about this <laughs> come on chop chop <laughs> well i turned 40 this year oh well, wow i was looking forward to it you said and then there that. was like a gasp in the room <laughs> i'm entering a new decade myself you're entering a new decade i just turned 39 though so i got a minute you got a minute but i said it's what are you looking forward year. to in 2020 lisa you got anything mm -hmm. coming up I, well i'm just looking forward to my second year with tennessee extension yeah and being here yes Yay. that is exciting yes what i'm about excited you? i'm excited about it being a new year but um my baby graduates oh, this year, yeah. so it's a big year for us. That's High huge. school graduation. Oh my gosh, I just realized I'll have a teenager this year. Oh, that's big too, isn't oh it? Oh God, can yes. we just talk about what we're talking okay, about? Okay, let, let's move into the new decade slowly. Slowly, <laughs> yeah. We don't have to be rush good to me, twenty twenty. So the reason why we have Lisa with us today is because she's she's an expert on what we're talking about today, right. which is moving. Right? Yeah. Yes. We want to get In people lots moving. Of different ways. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's done some actual moving. And we want to talk about some physical moving. Because I know a lot of people are setting their fitness goals, um, setting their New Year's resolutions, That's if you right. will. And fitness is a lot of times one of those goals. So we got to figure out your why. Why do people usually choose fitness as one of their New Year's goals? Maybe it's because we're all so bad at being physically active. I, I don't know. Um, I know that most of us don't get enough activity, and it seems like every time the New Year turns that we see all these advertisements for fitness equipment, yeah. uh -huh. and we see um, infomercials and all sorts of things that are trying to sell us products because they know that we're this is a right time for behavior change. So it is needed because most people don't get the recommended amount of physical activity most right. people don't which You're is right. what because some people listening may not know so the recommended amount of physical activity for adults is at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise a week a week 150 minutes so if i exercise five days a week for 30 minutes for 30 minutes i'll get 150 minutes yes mm -hmm. so that's not even a seven day a week commitment it's not you know it sounds but easy we all struggle with it yeah yes. yeah so there there's a new set of new-ish set of physical activity guidelines out 
Um, it was released in 2018, and one of the big changes in that set of guidelines is that there's no minimum bout of exercise. Mm -hmm. They used to say that you needed to have t at least 10 minutes for it to count, and they did away with that. So They just want you to move. They just want you to move. They want you to oh. decrease okay. your sedentary time or your sitting time. Sure. Um, so just a few minutes can make a big difference for your health. Well, you know, before the holiday, we shared a Maintain, Don't Gain podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think <laughs> we talked about how much weight people, on average, can gain over the holidays. That may be part of your why, you know. Yeah. His pants are a little snug. Not going to spend the money and buy new clothes. Right. We're going to get back in these old clothes. Yeah, you um, know, health you know, concerns. Health concerns, like I think, would be a big one why people need to get active. I, I think that's a big one. I, I think that when we, we look at the typical New Year's resolution, it usually includes exercise, and oftentimes it has some connection to weight loss. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so in our society, we have put exercise in this box connected to weight loss to where that's it's a means to an end. Mm -hmm. And physical activity has a lot of benefits completely independent of whether you lose weight or gain weight or maintain. Like benefits for your blood pressure and sleeping better. and right. uh, Just feel, feeling better. Feeling better, yeah. functioning better. I mean, it even affects your, your brain functioning. Right. So there are reasons other than what, of course, if you're going to spend the time exercising, <laughs> like, you, you want to see results. those numbers come down <laughs> off the scale. But yeah. even if you don't, but, there yeah. are still some, some benefits, right? Major benefits. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, peer pressure, positive peer pressure can be a good thing. Oh yeah. If all of your yeah. friends are doing Pilates like now. Group challenge, do it together. I don't have that problem. Walking buddy. If all of your friends are doing Tenille, Pilates. I'm not doing Pilates. I, that's what you're hinting at. But that would motivate you. Yes, let's go back to the walking. Okay. So if your friends are that active, I can do. they are walking. Mm -hmm. Your friends are being active and they are walking. That can be positive peer pressure for, for me. It, yeah, it can be. Some people are social exercisers, and those people really benefit from having a support system and having a walking buddy or some kind of group environment. It doesn't work for everybody. Some folks are solo exercisers through and through and want to be <laughs> I don't want anybody to see me while I'm doing this. <laughs> and and that either way is okay. okay. You know, whichever yeah. will, will get you moving, is people have to do what works for them. What about, like, a reward, you know, or that intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation so both of those are really valid and worthy for people to consider so the extrinsic is external so that might mm -hmm. be saying if you exercise if you meet a goal that you will buy yourself something usually some kind of a non-food reward if you're trying to lose weight maybe you go <laughs> yeah and not, a massage, not, not a pie okay uh, but an internal intrinsic reward for yourself that type of motivation is really the kind that is long lasting that can stick with you and it it pays a return on investment because it's something, it, it helps you to connect your heart and your mind with your motivation. So okay. most of us know that we need to exercise. Mm -hmm. That's not a surprise to anybody. But we have a hard time connecting our our real reasoning, our, our heart's desires with why we should get active. Um, and sometimes it's for family members. You know, maybe we want to be there for someone else. Maybe we want to be a good role model. Maybe yeah. we just want to be able to walk when we're 80. Um, so yeah. I, I want to be able to walk when I'm eight. Sure, right. Um, maintaining independence and those sorts of things. Those are all internal reasons. 
Well, you know, we've got to make a plan. So if we want to be more physically active, I mean, we can sit here all day and say, you know, we want to exercise more. But until we make a plan, start putting it together, nothing's going to happen. But our plan doesn't need to be for the whole year. Is that right? That's absolutely true. And it also isn't all or nothing. Um, One of the biggest pitfalls that I see people run into is that they decide that they're going to go all out an hour a day, five days a week. Um, And so they set goals that are unrealistic for themselves, well-intentioned, but unrealistic, and they're not likely to carry those through. So doing something that's small, like 10 minutes a day, most days of the week, that's a good starting point for somebody that's been inactive. Hmm. And just build on that as you get stronger. This reminds me of those SMART goals, which was our very first podcast. That was our very first podcast a year ago. I know. Look at us. Bringing them back into the conversation. We talked about SMART goals and making them specific and measurable and attainable. So if we set the bar too high, we're not going to reach it. And so we're going to say, well, I might as well just go back to doing nothing. Right. Yeah. So it's better to start low. Set a low goal that you can accomplish and then build on that. That's what um, the experts really recommend. Um, doing something that you like is also important. I see people get sucked into doing something because there was an ad or they paid a membership fee and they don't like it. And there's no reason to keep doing something that you hate. Exercise should be True. enjoyable. Um, and so I think that folks who are Maybe their brains are not wired to like exercise as much as some others. Have to really work to find something. <laughs> Sarah's got her hand raised. <laughs> I'm in denial. I didn't that raise my hand. Like ties into our next thought about step outside of your fitness box. Like what you think of when you think of exercise. Like I'm not gonna run. I hate running. I don't like the thought of running. Yeah, why are you looking at me? I'm not running. Like we're not runners. You know? But if <laughs> you told is me, like, you me. Really need to start running. a running regimen, like I'm gonna. Tell you you're crazy. Yeah. You know, but is there something out there different than besides, you know, what we've always done? Yeah. So finding new workouts yeah. and new ways to be active. I think that touches back on the, the comment about goals too and setting smart goals. Everybody has a different goal for exercise. And if your goal is that you want to feel better on the inside and you want your brain to function better, then you may need a form of physical activity that's not all that strenuous. I mean, gentle exercise Mm -hmm. counts too. Like I love my Tai Chi, like I love it. And I love the underwater activities. Yes. I, I wish life could be lived underwater because oh, it yeah. takes the pressure I, off of your body, your mm-hmm. joints, and you're able to move and do all this activity. And then when you get out, it's back to reality. <laughs> you're not weightless. <laughs> no. No, you're But also, not. I think it's important to make it fit into what your life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're not a morning person, is it wise for me to say, okay, I'm going to start getting up at 5 and walking two miles at 5 a.m. In my opinion, that is a really bad idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because you're, we all know our own patterns in our history. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I decide to exercise in the mornings, I might do it for a little while, but not for the long term because I'm not a morning person. I can go for a walk at lunch. I can fit that in. It's dark when I get home now, so I'm probably not likely to do mm-hmm. exercise outside, but I can do a workout video. So you do have to fit it into your life. And we also have to consider the life stage that we're in. Like if we've got little kids at home, it's going to be really hard for us to fit in something that is really structured. Mm -hmm. So getting, being active with them, that counts. Sure. 
Because they need yeah. to exercise too. 60 minutes a day. Oh. And that's hard to do this time of year too when you can't get out and it's dark. And they've been at school all day inside, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I don't have to run. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, I didn't tell you that. Ask Lisa. <laughs> Another important thing to consider, you know, whatever your goals are, I mentioned that, is, you know, if we want to be fit people, fitness is relative. And so being a fit person for one person might be completely different for another. That's true. We just need to consider that fitness for us is being able to do all the things that we want and need to do in a day. And to do so independently. Hmm, I like that. I do like that. Because you're right. Like, we all probably have in our mind, like, what we think it should be like. But it's not a reality. <laughs> no. And, you know, most of the images that we have about um, about weight loss, about what we're supposed to look like on the other side of a fitness goal are yeah. promoted by um, people who want to sell us things. Right. Right. Yeah. So we want to be a better version of ourselves, the best version of ourselves that we can be. We want to have goal. The best health possible. So there's lots of ways to track our progress now that we didn't Mm -hmm. used to have. Um, There's apps that we can use to do that. Some are free. Mm -hmm. Some have some optional things that we can add on that cost a little bit. You know, not terribly expensive. Uh, Wearable devices, you know, on your wrist or whatever. Are there studies that show that these things actually increase my, um, uh, my success? Success. At being active. Oh, is that the word you were looking for? I'll use it. <laughs> there probably are okay. some studies that show that they have that they are effective, or that they may be more effective for some groups of people than others. Uh, people need to try and see what works for them. Um, I like tracking things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also a checklist person and like marking things off. So when I look at my fitness tracker that I wear on my wrist and see that I've reached my number of steps for the day, I feel like I've accomplished something. Okay. When it buzzes and reminds me that I haven't moved in 50 minutes, that motivates me to get up and and do something. Um, The apps are really nice because they keep track over the long term for you and you can see how you've done over a week. But I was just listening to a podcast on my way over here to meet you and heard someone talking about tracking by putting a smiley face or a sad face on their paper calendar. Just oh. to see, you know, was it a good day for activity? It depressed me to see all <laughs> these sad faces where I didn't do anything. <laughs> what about a straight line? Like, I'm not sure how I was feeling today. <laughs> so, you know, you can think about it in terms of your activity levels, but we can also consider this in terms of our mental health. Right. Was this a good, was this an, uh, an overall good day for me for wellness? Or maybe I didn't feel so great. And it's okay to have days when you don't feel so great. Right. So I think it's kind of a change in perspective instead of just fitness, but I like how you said overall wellness, you know. So that's like a mind and body thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure on the days you're feeling better, you probably did move a little more and eat a little better. There's definitely research that ties movement to um, physical, mental health, and overall well-being. And, you know, we we think about self-care as being something that helps to boost our mood. But self-care is not all massages and manicures and bubble baths. Some, right. Some, some of self-care is dragging ourselves to put our tennis shoes on so we can go for a walk, even if it's just for 10 minutes. And even if it's cool outside, put a coat on and go do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Get some fresh air. Yeah. We've, been, we've talked about that on a couple of we have. podcasts. We have. So, definitely. I also think it's important to... Um, I don't know, surround yourself with people that are like-minded or mm-hmm. that you can 
share your stumbles with, share your successes with. Yeah, you know, I think that we all underestimate the influence that we have over people around us. And um, so many of us are working to be healthier, the best versions of ourselves. And maybe we don't share that with everyone in our lives that's close to us. Maybe they're doing the same thing and don't feel comfortable reaching out. Mm-hmm. But, but we, can, we can have a really strong influence within our spheres of influence to help others be healthier along with ourselves. Yeah, that support system is important for sure. It is. But what happens, Lisa, when we have these fitness goals and we, we've got it broken down, we know what we're supposed to be doing, and we just fall off the wagon. I mean, let's say it's January the 20th and I have like tumbled over the wagon and <laughs> the wagon backed over me. I'm I mean, done. yeah. It's, how, how do I bring it back to center? You're having a, a, a brownie face day. I mean, I've got sad faces on the calendar. Sad faces galore. How do we bring it back to center and get back on track? Well, I think that if we start from the mindset that this is a long term healthy activity for ourselves, then we just. We give ourselves a little bit of grace. Okay. We say, I had a few days where this didn't fit into my life, and I'm going to recalibrate and do better moving forward. But we need to expect those times to hit. That's right. Sometimes you're traveling, or you have a sick child, or life happens, and Mm -hmm. maybe you can't get in the amount of physical activity that you planned for. You still can do something. Any activity is better Mm -hmm. than nothing. Um, so I think that the standards that we set for ourselves need to be really realistic and they need to be fluid so that they can change as our life changes. Wow, gotta be flexible. I know, this does not make me feel stressed. No, no. But often when you think about like a fitness plan, like I feel like people are going to be yelling at me and there's going to be a lot of sweat. <laughs> you know, well, like no, there may gym. be sweat <laughs> when it warms I mean? up, especially. Like boot camps and stuff, which I've done before. Yeah, but that may not be but, what you choose to do. Right. She was talking about That's doing things like, that you enjoy yes. and not something that you look at as punishment. This, because, Lisa, if it's punishment, I'm not going. No, no, not at all. And, and boot camps are great. They are a wonderful oh, yeah. way to. I've done them and had success. A high mm-hmm, level but, of exertion, but that's not for everybody in right. every phase of their life. Um, and also, that may be part of the means to an end mindset for some. You know, they're trying to reach a certain level of um, a certain weight, or they want their body to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so, it's less about overall wellness than it should be. So, if we're thinking about wellness, then we can for we can be a little bit more gentle with ourselves when That's we right. fall off the wagon, so to speak, and can and can mm-hmm. hop back on. So, we should celebrate our wins and our successes along the way, but not with Pat. <laughs> what if it's your birthday? Even if it's your birthday, I'm I mean, <laughs> yeah. So a success might be meeting your goal for the week, meaning that you were physically active as you intended, or if something happens, you shifted your plan. Yes. Um, it may not be that it reflects a certain number on the scale. Right. Um, I I feel like if we can start to think about exercise as something that is equivalent of like dental hygiene that we will all be a lot better off. Because we, we mm-hmm. brush our teeth in the mornings and at night as maintenance, not as a means to some sort of an end. That's true. Mm. I haven't thought about it like that before. And so physical activity is the same way. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that thought. I do too. And I just like this idea of it's overall like wellness, not just, yeah. you know, trying to lose some weight or yes. whatever. Great thoughts. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's a great way to start the year. It is. positive thinking. We're moving into the new decade. I like it. I wish you all could see this motion that I do every time I say moving into the new decade. (laughs) 
Hey, I'll add some movement to it. You are. So there you, you go. That's so funny. Happy New Year, everybody. Lisa, yes, thank you so much for being with you. us today. We appreciate it. And we appreciate all of our listeners diving into year two of our podcast. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, that's we look forward to some very fun guests and fun topics and Hey, who knows what else? Who knows? We don't even know. So we'll all be surprised <laughs> at the same time. That's right. In the words of Bob Marley, I bet he liked to move. Probably so. <laughs> move to the music. <laughs> you crack me up. I know. Live the life you love. <laughs> love the life you live. Bye-bye.